All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is the very talented Leland. So thanks for coming on the show, man. Of course. I'm very happy to be here. So we actually met at Belmont University years ago, and I remember you were doing the showcase, and I was working it for like the, the service core team thing. And but we, we we never really hung out like we weren't good friends. But um, a, a few years later, I asked you if I could crash at your place because I was working the Grammys and you were like, oh, sure. I thought that was super nice because like we didn't really know each other. So thank you again. Wow. for doing that. <laughs> of course, that's right. Wow. That was so long ago. Yeah. And you were you were busy most of the time. Like we just like were crashing in your living room and you had songwriting sessions and, and you know, whatever you were doing, you were basically not there the whole time. Yeah, that really hasn't changed. You've just been super busy all the time. Yeah, honestly, I mean, with quarantine, I have been, I think I took the first three months, like a lot of people did, where sort of everything just stopped. And uh, I just definitely hit pause on life. And then work started picking back up. And um, and yeah, now I'm just going to keep on working. But yeah, not much has changed awesome. since, since that trip many years ago. So when you made the move from Nashville to LA, um, what are some of the things that you miss about Nashville, like being based here? I know you, I know you have a place here and you kind of go back and forth, but what is it about, um, about Nashville as, as like your solid home? Do you miss about it? I have a really incredible group of friends here in LA. Um, but I also have my core group of friends from college that are, that I'm still very close to that are still in Nashville. So that is definitely something that I miss. I miss being there for, birthdays and babies being born and things like that. Um, I do also miss the community and, um, and just, uh, writing with people who just all different types of people, but I, I love writing country songs. So, um, yeah, I mean, Nashville just feels smaller. I mean, because it is, but also I just feel, uh, I feel very connected to that town and to the people there. So I, I miss it, but I definitely, and I haven't been out there at all this year, but, um, I will go for the holidays and that's just a nice tradition. And it's always a great place for my family to drive up from Mississippi. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I want to talk about your songwriting first off, because you've had your hand in writing some amazing, you know, great pop hits. And I wanted to ask you, how did you get your start in, in songwriting? Was it, was it at school or were you always like kind of a writer? It was definitely at Belmont. I was writing songs in high school, in a high school band. But um, even when I was showing my parents, I remember showing my parents the first song I I ever wrote, and it was an instrumental. And they were like, I think you're missing part of it, you know, (laughs) but uh, so it definitely started in high school, but really became a fully functioning uh, routine and part of my life in college when my friends who were doing showcases needed songs for their showcases or to at least audition with. And so I started writing songs with one of my best friends there and, and we just put together sessions and I through that started writing songs for other people. That's awesome. Well, I really love, you know, all the collaborations that you've done, uh, especially with uh, Troy Sivan. You opened up a couple tour dates uh, for the bloom tour a, a few years ago. Um, what, what has that experience been like working with Troy? Cause you seem to guy you, you seem to really mesh together really well. Troy is wonderful. We, I'm so grateful to, to have that friendship and for it to 
be going on, I think maybe five years, maybe longer now at this point. Um, but it's just been wonderful. It's to experience so much together and to grow together as songwriters and as people and friends. Uh, we, we have a lot of great memories and I also feel like we're just getting started. I feel like we have so many, you know, things we want to accomplish and, and songs we want to write for Troy or for other people or for projects that, um, it just feels like we're getting started, you know, and, and you know, this has been a strange year, but he still has managed to put out an album or an EP and, uh, and make really beautiful content to go with it. But, uh, it's been wonderful, you know, ex- from experiencing, um, a hit together to touring the world together. Uh, I've opened for him for the U S and for Europe. And we got to wake up in a different city every day in Europe as we traveled around on his tour bus and, and his family is there, was there. And I just adore them and I'm super close to them. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful friendship and, um, and collaboration. And, and it's great. I, I love writing songs with him and hope to be doing it for many more years. That's amazing. Well, we all enjoy it as well. Listening to the projects that you put out. You also composed the theme song for revelation for the film boy erased that you guys worked on together. Um, did you end up getting to see that in the theater or did obviously you saw it, but, um, where were you when you, when you saw your work in that? So we went to the Toronto film festival for the premiere and it was so much fun. I love the film festival atmosphere. I remember speaking on a panel well before I should have, uh, at the Napa Valley film festival. Oh, wow. And, but I, you know, I didn't really have anything to do with it or know what I was talking about, but I've, that's sort of been my career. Um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, the Toronto film festival was where we, um, where we got started. That's awesome. And, um, and yeah, it it was really beautiful and where the movie premiered and, um, had some wonderful conversations with Nicole Kidman and the director. And it was just a really fun night and very inspiring. And for me, it, helped me realize that uh, working in TV film is definitely something that I want to be doing more of. Well, speaking of TV and film, you, you were on RuPaul's drag race a couple times times uh, for multiple seasons. Um, and did you go on that show and like write for, for the, uh, for the drag show, like for the songs on the show or what was your, what was your, uh, I, I've never seen it, so I'm not really sure. I've never gotten to watch <laughs> drag RuPaul's drag show, but I really should get into it. I've never watched it. It's a very funny show. It is a dream job that I didn't know existed. Um, basically, a couple times or one time every season, the queens will need to write verses for a song. Uh, and so I will write the chorus. And I will go on set and on camera and record them recording their verses. Wow. And it's so much fun. And I also have been doing other stuff behind the scenes uh, you know, other musical, uh, episodes that they have. And yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. It truly, truly is a dream job. And I love the people I work with there. That's amazing. Well, I do enjoy drag shows though. I remember, I think I sent you a video of when I was at play when my, my, my first came out and one of the drag queens was, uh, was performing that you're like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I was just saying in another interview and one of my boss at drag race wasn't didn't, I guess hadn't thought about this, but I was just saying that one of the biggest 
honors and like bucket list moments is when a drag queen performs a song you've written. Uh, that is, that is, has always been the goal back in my mind is like make songs where drag queens feel fierce enough to perform them and feel like the audience wants to hear it. And so that's always been great when the princess at play performs my, my, my. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, speaking of another television show, the other two, you uh, worked on that show, uh, writing a couple songs, and uh, they're pretty hilarious. I, re- I can't remember my, the My Brother's Gay one, and It's Okay. And what was the other one? Uh, a Smelly or something? Like I, stink. I Stink? Yeah, I Stink. It was Stink. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, how did you get into writing for that show? My agent actually connected me with Chris and Sarah, uh, who are the creators and writers of the show. And I was so excited to have a meeting with them and talk about it because they were the head writers on SNL for a while. And I just love their sense of humor. And Molly Shannon is uh, one of the leads in the show. And I'm a massive fan of Molly forever. And so I really just wanted to be involved. And we had a meeting and thankfully it went really well. And they were incredibly hands-on uh, in the best way writing when I was uh, working on these songs and they were providing lyrics and then we worked on the theme song together and it was just a great experience and um, and I'm excited to do another season with them. That's awesome. Well, um, you know, bring it back to current times. There's a, a show on Hulu called Love Victor and I like that you teamed up with Grace and Chance to, uh, among others on that show, um, but that was pretty cool. A few songs that you've written for that. Um, do you plan on continuing to write for that show as well? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am getting started on it, uh, soon and working with the music supervisor season Kent has just been, um, just a really nice and, and a, like easy experience season is an incredible music supervisor, who I worked with on a Netflix movie called let it snow. And then she included me in love Victor season one and, uh, writing the theme song for that and having Tyler from neon trees sing that was awesome. And then I got to uh, work with grace and chance, like you said, and Isaac Dunbar, who is, uh, just also amazing, super lucky to have, uh, all of those artists willing to, uh, be a part of, you know, the launch of this show. And, uh, and it was great. You know, I love working on queer projects mm-hmm. and projects that tell queer stories. Um, it's really important to me. And thankfully right now, it's not something I like really have to seek out because it just makes sense to work on these things uh, because I'm passionate about the artists that I uh, get to work with and passionate about the content that we're putting music to. So it's, it's been a really nice experience. Absolutely. Yeah, I really respect your love and support for the for the queer community. And I love Betty Who as well, who is also a great supporter. And you've written with Betty a few times um, on I really enjoy the, one of the songs that you wrote on Ignore Me. That is just like a bop. I listen to it all the time. Um, so how, did you guys like meet up to, to collab on that in person or was it just kind of uh, we vir- did. Virtually? That was like one of only a handful like maybe two times we worked together and I'm such a big fan of her. And we played a lot of same pride shows last year. And I've also just known her for a while. And, um, and it's been great just to see her grow and be this consistent presence in pop because I love her music. And, uh, and so I was very excited when we 
finally got to write for her. And, uh, and I am so proud of ignore me. It's just, uh, just a great pop song. And, uh, Peter Thomas killed the production on that. And I love seeing her do it live. I I'm a fan of hers. And, uh, that was definitely a, um, yeah, like a, a great moment. Yeah. And you and Peter Thomas actually collabed on a song as well. What, what was the, what was the title of that one? Well, we did a cover of run away with me, run away with me, uh, yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen song. And so, uh, that was so much fun. And it, the timing worked out great because I needed another song to play in my set. And, uh, and that cover worked out like timing wise perfectly. And it's a song that I love so much. And it definitely like the audience that was coming to the bloom tour shows were an audience that could appreciate that selection of a song. That's amazing. I'm really disappointed. I didn't get to see you open. Um, I went to Troy Savon's show in Atlanta. I can't remember who was, who opened for that one. Um, I think it was Carly Hansen. Yeah. Carly Hansen. Who Carly also and Petrus. Yeah. Yes. I love Carly. Um, well, when you're not writing and producing for, you know, all these other artists, you've released music as a lead singer yourself. Um, do you plan, do you have plans on releasing any full length album anytime soon? You know, I, sorry, one second, my TV started out of nowhere playing music. Oh, there we go. Um, you know, I do, um, I definitely don't plan on putting out an album in the near future, but I would love to put out an EP. Uh, I find it hard to, um, maybe I think it's just lately, but like focus on writing for myself, uh, building in that time. Um, you know, it's very easy right now to just not do anything. I mean, I'm working definitely every day, but then when I have some time off, I'm like, I kind of want to do nothing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. But I do want to put out an EP. Um, I, yeah, I would love to, and I will, and it's on, but I, I don't want to do it until I'm ready to shift gears and fully commit to it. You know, I don't yeah. just want to put out a song or two. I want to um, definitely put out a project and follow it up with another project and follow it up with more music and music videos and everything. And, um, and it just hasn't been able to become a priority, but I do think it is something that's on my radar and going to happen very soon. So it's got to be the right time where you're you you got enough uh, devotion to that to where you want to just make that full steam. Yeah, because I I think you know for myself I never want to half-ass anything, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to put out music uh, as you know Leland and and put that out again, and, and I want to do it correctly, and I want to do it where the vision can be fully realized uh, visually as well as sonically, mm-hmm. and I am looking forward to doing that. It definitely is going to happen. Um, but I just, I will know when it feels right. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I want to know what's, what's the craziest story from like a, a writing session, um, that maybe something happened where you're just like, Oh my gosh, that maybe an idea or what's, what's kind of a crazy story that, that you've had in a session with people before. When Troy and I were writing the lyrics to bloom, we truly were writing that song as a joke uh-huh. um, because the lyric is so um, – I mean, let's – to be honest, the lyric is completely tame compared to a lot of other songs that are on the radio and out. But in our minds, because we were talking about gay sex, uh-huh. uh, it, still, it still felt incredibly 
like not uncomfortable, but just like this will never come out, and you he- know, um, and not not thinking that someone else won't let it come out, but that we were like, this isn't good. And I think and people outside of the gay community don't really understand what it, what what we're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and we finished the song and even the producers in the room didn't really know what the song was about. And finally, we explained it to them. And uh, and then we were just we lived with the song for a while. And, you know, the song sort of became a uh, clearly like one of the pillars of the album uh, unintentionally. And I'm glad we went with that idea to just make something that felt like too much lyrically Mm -hmm. and then quickly realized, no, no, this, this isn't too much lyrically. This is, this should be normal. And, uh, that was a really fun session. Well, that's incredible. I'm glad, I'm glad that it came out and everybody can enjoy it. And maybe the people listening now will enjoy it in a new light. Maybe we'll see. I hope so. Thanks so much for talking to me, Leland. And, uh, I want to end it with one of your tracks that you put out. Uh, in 2017, um, it's one of my favorites. It's titled Mattress, and you can go find that, uh, stream it, you know, buy it on iTunes, wherever you want to get your music. I'll end with this, and uh, thanks and good luck in, in the future. Of course. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. I see you look around, I know you're making eyes. And I can't take it anymore I know what happens next I got it memorized Tell me what you need another for You're the first place my mind goes And the last place I wanna go tonight But not just for a drive-by See the sun with my eyes closed With my eyes closed 